Claudia Nankervis. And I'm your host for this evening. Thank you so much for coming to the first Backyard Stories of 2023. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wandru people and the Kulin Nation on which we work and hold our events. I pay my respects to their elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. For those who haven't been here before, which are surprisingly a lot of you tonight, um, Backyard Stories is a night of storytelling, which started in my backyard in 2019. Basically, it's exactly as it sounds. The storytellers are given a word and then asked to write something based around or loosely referencing that word. The formats changed and developed over the years and we travelled overseas last year and did shows at festivals, but it's pretty much stayed true to the original idea and my own love of listening to a good story. The word for tonight is light. I always think about what I would write if I was given that word. Sometimes a story comes to me immediately or sometimes I think, what the fuck, why would anyone be able to write a story with this word? This time a few things came to mind, especially when I started to speaking to people around me. Lol said I could write about the singlet, the story being every time I wash this singlet that Lola and I own, the colour gets lighter and lighter and my sister gets angrier and angrier. <laughs> or I could write about the beautiful light my friends gave me for my birthday this year. Or this weird thing that I feel like I do, every, I carry everything in my left hand, so my right hand just langs, hangs lightly by my side and now I'm starting to freak out that my body's going to be tipping to the right permanently, the left. Or how I like sleeping with the blinds open so I wake up to the morning light. I could, wait, I could write about books and music and film, how our wor world has been influenced, our co culture, our thoughts, our society. There are so many examples. All the light I cannot see, Baby Light My Fire, the poem by Emily Dickinson, There's a Certain Slant of Light, or as Dumbledore says, happiness can be found at the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. <laughs> Dumbledore. It's an honour to select and curate the storytellers and their stories. Tonight we have five people. Claudia, Jack, Hannah, Hannah and Brian. Starting with my dear friend Claudia and ending with my dad Brian. There'll be a short 10 minute break after the third story, but um, without further ado, could we please welcome Claudia to the stage? <laughs> this is Claude's third time, <laughs> third time doing a Backyard Stories, but her first time in Melbourne. She did one in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, she did a podcast as well. <laughs> she did one in Amsterdam and then London, and now she's in Melbourne for a short time, and I was desperate for her to tell a story with everyone here. Um, I'm honoured she wants to keep coming back. She's a full-time nurse, part-time comedian, and the most <laughs> caring person I know. Please make Claudia welcome. <laughs> She gets dry mouth. <laughs> All right. Yes, hello, hello. God, it feels good to be back. <laughs> I am beyond thrilled to be back on the Backyard Story stage yet again, this time speaking to the word light. Now, I know a lot of you think this stuff comes quite naturally to me, but with the word light, not the case. 
It's a classic Claudian and Curvis word, really pushing us to new limits, to dig deep. Come on, Claude, me, Claude, think. <laughs> Maybe get a little deeper for this story. We dare to dream of some audience tears. <laughs> what about the contrast between light and heavy? No, too deep. <laughs> the contrast between light and dark? Too heavy. I didn't want to be a predictable little biatch and just tell another story about nursing or dating or the elephant in the room. My ex fiance. <laughs> I had a. <laughs> I had a case of the old writer's block. A tale as old as time. Time. Rhyme. I'm. I'm me. I'm my family. My family. But how did they come into this? Well, if I'm not asking them, they're three daily gratefuls around the dinner table, sorry, every night. Um, then I'm most definitely asking for their highlight and low light of the day. Which brings me to a real low light of a day at the Phillips residence that has since transformed itself into nothing but a true highlight. <laughs> Just a short history of my family for context. My parents, who are in the audience tonight, <laughs> met in their early 20s studying their PhDs, pretty huge deals, <laughs> at Oxford University. Consider the bar firmly raised. <laughs> I went to Melbourne, so it's fine. <laughs> After Deacon. They, <laughs> they had both been told about each other by their friends on campus and one day met in passing on the stairs of Lineker College. <laughs> they fell madly in love. Dad checking the sign-up sheet to rowing and putting his name down under Mum's every time. And Mum's friends saying, the pepper guy's coming. As Dad asked Mum for her pepper shaker in the dining halls every night. <laughs> hopefully not a euphemism, hopefully a true story. <laughs> it's safe to say they were equally smitten with each other. Mum finding Dad, a wildly intelligent and caring Australian man who wrote and sang piano songs for her as his new muse. And Dad finding Mum, an incredibly gorgeous UK-Euro blend of fun, intellect and love. They soon married and had three incredible children. <laughs> First Nat, second Tim and third Claudia. Leave the rest to last. <laughs> My big sister Nat was a D-R-A-M-A -A drama queen. <laughs> Growing up and crucial to the story is by far the most vomit phobic lady I have ever met. <laughs> this made family long haul flights, or any flight to be honest, very interesting. Being quite partial to a tacty plane vom myself, Nat would force <laughs> me to wear those tiny little anti-nausea pressure point wristbands and take just above the medically suggested dose of quells. <laughs> I once pretended that arm tickles made me less nauseous. She then proceeded to tickle my arms throughout the entire flight to England on both legs. <laughs> Poor man's business class. Just to really cement the drama queen side of things with Nat. I recently asked her to read a birthday card one of my best friends wrote me. And when I handed it to her, she opened it and <laughs> took a one second, second glass glance at it and said, oh my God, I already have a migraine just looking at it. <laughs> Can you just take a photo and WhatsApp it to me? I'll read it later. 
Um, furthermore, I also asked her recently what it feels like to be pregnant, slay, but not for her. Um, she replied, <clears throat> imagine being locked in a dungeon with no light on and nowhere to get out for nine whole months. That's our Nat. Now, my big brother Tim, sweet, sweet peacekeeper Tim, who on multiple occasions has used the phrase, I'm Switzerland on this one, putsy. <laughs> Tim is a rock, our northern star, rarely rattled and forever ready to help in an emergency. And it is Tim's calm yet playful manner that has led him to the love of his life, Alice, his girlfriend and co-parent of their fur babies. A charismatic level charismatic, level-headed and generous human. Also a nurse, so huge tick in my book. And lastly me, Claudia. Known to my family as Pudsy, Pods, and sometimes when mum's feeling a little crazy, Podsalina. <laughs> a nurse, hero there, I said it. Not great in an emergency though, but will be there for moral support. Kind of broke at all times as well, so um, forever on an empty tank of gas. All right, consider the scene firmly sent. Was a Sunday morning in March when my sister gets the call. Sweetheart, it's dead. I'm feeling really crook and I can't stop vomiting. Your mother's away. Can you please come over? I mean, Dad, of course. Sit tight, I'll be there in five. She hangs up, literally does not move a muscle, and to no surprise, calls me. Again, to no surprise, I don't answer. So she gets on to Tim and Alice. Dad can't stop vomiting. He's really sick and Mum's away. Get over there now. Tim and Alice hop into the car and head straight to Williamstown, a solid 45-minute drive compared to her five-minute drive. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on an unusually long call to my mum, who's in Queensland for business, when I notice I have not one, not two, but 11 missed calls from my sister and just the one from Dad. That's weird, I think. Mum, you call Dad, I'll call Nat and we'll regroup. Okay, darling, bye. Bye, Mum. Bye-bye. Bye, Mum. Bye, bye-bye. Why do mums literally always do that? I get on to... <laughs> Free time. <laughs> I get on to Nat and she's bawling her eyes out. <laughs> oh, Dad's so sick. He's like projectile bombing everywhere. I swear to God, if he ate that leftover takeaway rice, I'm going to kill him. Can you just go and see him, please? Tim and Al are on their way. All right, doll, deep breaths. I'm sure he didn't eat the rice. He'll be fine. I'll drive there now. Just give me 20 minutes. I race to the car, fang it to Williamstown, and on the Westgate Bridge, who do I see? None other than Tim and Alice. <laughs> Driving in the car in front of me. Oh, my God, Tim! Tim! High beams flashing. Nothing. I have no other choice but to change lanes, wind my window down and start waving. Tim! They see me. Bootsy! Hey, shuckers. We better... We arrive at the house and rush in. That's funny. Nat's nowhere to be seen. I go up to Dad's room. He's vomiting, pale as a ghost, can't sit still. I go full nurse mode. All right, Dad, when did this start? Are you currently taking any medication? Does anything make it worse or better? Is there any pain, Dad? Any pain? What is it out of ten? How many fingers am I holding up? Alice comes in. Knock, knock. Um... I brought all my nursing equipment to check your vital signs, Scotty. I hope that's okay. Oh, Alice, you're a darling. I stand back, being out-nursed in my own home. It's just funny. 
Okay, his vitals are stable. He probably doesn't need to go to ED. Most likely food poisoning, but good to just get him checked over by a doctor just in case. So let's just get a GP home visit booked, Alice says. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Dad, you stay up here. We'll start making decisions downstairs, okay? We both go down. Tim is starving. <laughs> Natalie finally arrives. Alice is booking an at-home GP visit when Dad emerges. You know what, guys? I'm fine. Uh, you don't look fine, Dad. No, no, really, kids. I think I'm on the other side of it now. Probably just need some food. He opens the fridge. Tim agrees, yes, let's make some food. No way. Nat slams the fridge door. Dad, you can only have very, very small sips of water right now, okay? We decide that it's best for everyone to go and get Tim some food and Dad some pharmaceutical supplies. Can you get me an acai bowl doll? Um, a bilgerone with peanut butter and granola and strawberry. No, wait. Banana. <laughs> the nerve. Nat and I, Nat, Alice and I set off. Oh, Nat, can we take your car? I ask. Oh my God, doll, you are such a tight ass. And you're only saying that because you don't want to use your petrol. Okay, ouch, but awfully true. <laughs> While the girls are ordering, I call mum, crying, naturally. I tell her about Nat calling me a tight ass. She tells me dad definitely ate the leftover rice. <laughs> I knew it, my sister mouths. We get back into Nat's car, thank God, and head home. When we arrive home, Dad is laying out the front on the lawn on a couch cushion. <laughs> Methinks a man flu is at play. <laughs> Dad, are you okay? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually much better. He says, still green. I think I just needed some fresh air. Okay, so where's the GP? Can I see the confirmation text? He grabbed his phone. GP appointment booked, reply wire to confirm or enter cancel. Who sent an N? Dad! I'm fine, he says, sneaking in a few chicken salted hot chips. I really don't need a doctor. Now inside, he opens the fridge door and starts eating a literal head of lettuce, no word of a lie, <laughs> then walks behind Nat with a punnet of cherry tomatoes, mouthing shh, and starts eating them too. Oh, my phone goes off. Got a notification. <laughs> Mum transferred me a hundred dollars for petrol and lunch. <laughs> Slay. Nat side-eyes me. Seedle, thank God I called you a tight ass. You're welcome. <laughs> After confirming it was indeed a blend of food poisoning and man flu, I send the family members back to their respectful homes and apply for carer's leave because I need to monitor Dad for at least two days. <laughs> Come Wednesday morning and we receive this powerful message from dad on the family whatsapp word for word dear family <laughs> comma my prospects for recovery lifted significantly the moment your mother alighted from the train station at williamstown beach yesterday they do really love each other from the first hug onwards i have been feeling much better Thanks to her cooking, I had a good vegetarian meal and a pain-free night's sleep. Probably Panadol. I feel much more like my former self today. But Sue was building on the foundation of loving care that you showed me while she was away. So, to each of you and all of you, let me simply say, thank you for your loving kindness, graciousness, generosity and restorative care. I'm the better for receiving that from you all. 
Now, can anyone recommend a good hamburger shop? Dot, 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 wink. <laughs> it's the last page, I promise. <laughs> I would like to finish this story with the lyrics that my dad, uh, from the song that my dad wrote for my mum after that weekend. <laughs> Let that sit with you all. <laughs> Step up, guys. And girls and anyone in the room. All right. <clears throat> it's called Not Around Blues. And I didn't get into the year six rock band, so don't fucking judge me. <laughs> when she's not around, I really don't know what to do. Can never hit the do. <laughs> when she's not around, I always seem to catch the flu. Thank you so much. Sing along if you know the way. <laughs> Please don't ask me questions. I don't know the answers to. Don't know why it's kind of getting southern or western. Not sure. <laughs> Best part. I could go out clubbing, do exactly what I choose to do. Never set foot in a club. Would literally die. I could stay at home, play my records, watch the late night news. Way more on brand. Way more on brand. <laughs> But nothing seems quite right Cause I just can't seem to shake these blues Hang with me for the chorus <laughs> Truly, if you know the words, please sing along It's true that I know deep inside me Oh, I don't like being alone Can relate <laughs> I'm dreaming that she's here beside me I'm counting the days till she's home Oh! <laughs> Thank you, Melbourne, you finish a lot Scott and Sue, everyone, Claudia's fans. <laughs> Thank you, Claudia.